Hello, everyone, and welcome to Crypt Tidbits, your home for information on cryptids, critters, and creepy crawlies. I am your host, Kaylin. I'm your co-host, Kathleen. I'm Zach. And I'm Daly. Our creatures this week hail from all over the world, ranging from the desolate forests of the Carpathian Mountains to the tween romance section of your local library. Between battles of tooth and claw, these creatures also find time to pump iron, brood, and grace the boxes of breakfast cereals. This week, we've got two of the most famous monsters ever, vampires and werewolves. But before we get ahead of ourselves with all the pop culture and sci-fi movies, let's take a step back to the origins of these two bitter enemies. So, history. Anybody got some uh, juicy bites of information? Uh, uh, yeah, uh, yeah. got it. And we're also bite. Yeah, Yay. that's uh, that's funny on two <laughs> on two fronts. It's great. Multiple fronts. Multiple fronts. Multiple so bites. Multiple funny. Mm. A plus. So, uh, which group do you want to talk about first? Uh, I I feel like vampires uh, might take a back seat since they they tend to be talked about a little bit more. Let's let's talk about werewolves. Okay. okay. So um, I I researched it a little bit. Um, so from what I can tell and from what I saw. Um, it goes back to pretty much past when we started recording history. And so it's theorized that these were even stories that, you know, cavemen told around campfires in the middle of the night and stuff like that. And uh, it's it's changed a lot over the years. They've been gone from the whole full moon, a changing of the full moon, mm-hmm. or changing at the full moon. Mm-hmm. That is mainly a recent development. And so, um, before then, it was thought to, like, say, during the Greek times, um, the shapeshifter had to touch the fur of a wolf in order to change. Huh. Or have have it and wear it as a cloak, essentially. Okay. Very interesting. Um, it's also thought that in order to change back, he had to touch uh, a human skin. Huh. And so, not human skin that's currently on a living person. Oh, Oh, so, okay. <laughs> essentially, they would have to skin a human first, also skin a wolf, so they can change between the two when they want to. Yeah, huh. it's overall very demanding. It's it is <laughs> it at least you know that's what that's what I read. Um, it, does anyone have any opposing research on that? Well, I, I wouldn't say opposing, but that's kind of a weird dichotomy between like uh, some some dire wolves and flayed men. Uh, for hey, kind of go like very, very, yeah, very <clears throat> Game of Thrones there. Shapeshifter esque from like supernatural. Yeah, so I had to bring pop culture already Super. in it. Well, I'm sorry. So, so <laughs> no, no, go ahead. I mean, right. um, it just like because like in order to for like the shapeshifter change in supernatural, they would have to like touch something or like, uh, like they would have to touch the person they wanted shapeshift into, or like. The pure shapeshifters made from purely shapeshifters. I don't, I don't understand. Um, they could like they could see something and instantly change into it, and not have a messy mess of hair and guts and. Blah. Okay, <laughs> so so basically you've got a lot of like weird people, animal things running around and like touching people. Yeah, basically. Awkwardly. Like everyone's getting groped at some point. Everyone's yeah. getting <laughs> wolves and people like. Except um, they were just getting fully skinned and ugh. But yeah, that, was, that was also just like during the Greek times. Okay. Before that, um, it was thought that uh, werewolves, well, two things that werewolves have always tended to be throughout culture until recently was that they were always man-hungry, uh, hungry for human flesh, and they were always considered evil. Like, okay. no matter what. That's that was universal across all cultures, like because Asians have them, and the West, the Western world has them. It's it's something that's universal, okay. and that's something that interests me is that the fact that it is universal. They have those key two those two key elements, but everything else is just slightly different. Um, but before this, um, the first account that I read ever of the first werewolf that was created by a god. And it was a king who, um, who 
was visited by Zeus. And this king didn't believe that Zeus was actually a god. So he thought he would play a trick on him. And instead of feeding him lamb, he would feed him human flesh. I've heard because of this. Lol. Prank yes. you, bro. <laughs> yes. And if he was truly a god, he would see through the ruse and he would call him out on it. Well, Zeus did see through the ruse, but instead of just simply calling him out on it, he decided to turn the man into a werewolf because he thought it would, because the king thought it would be hum or funny to, uh, I guess, Trick inflict cannibalism on this person. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He would turn him into a cannibal. Right. So. Oh, okay. So it's like you want to feed other people men, then you're going to be turned into a man yes. eater yourself. Yes. Um, wasn't his name uh, like Lycaon, which is it, where we get lycanthropy? Yeah. yeah. It was. Yeah. It was something I I could never. That's why I avoid pronouncing yeah. that. I could. No, I couldn't. Those big I don't know. Names. Totally get it. Yeah. I always thought I was pronounced lycanthrope. 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 Leaking. Leaking throat. Leaking yeah, throat. basically. Hey, hey. That's back to vampires. <laughs> no, but it's it's interesting uh, talking about like how much the transformation of a werewolf is so central to the mythos around uh, werewolves, uh, especially when the origins, like you said, are so different from what we imagine today. Because I've watched like a bunch of videos comparing like top 10 best werewolf transformations in pop culture or whatever. <laughs> and it's always, like, a really violent process. Like, I'm thinking, like... Men getting sweaty and naked. Men getting sweaty and naked, for one. Uh, and then the bones Looking cracking. Looking at you, Twilight. And, yeah, and the uh, skin sloughing off in some cases. Mm, have you ever, balls popping out. Have you ever noticed that most werewolves are actually men and then most vampires are... A yeah, b- good yeah. port, uh, good mix. Between well, that, the that's two. mainly in today's culture, though. True, because it was werewolf. Where is an man. old human language for man? Mm-hmm. But it wasn't just the male man; it was yeah. man in general. Mm-hmm. So it could be fa- male or female, and mm-hmm. they were very, I guess, out, they were very lax about sex. Yeah. yeah, when it came to werewolves. Also, another interesting thing is that. Wolves historically haven't really preyed on men, huh. but they still demonize. But yeah. there's but when it comes to werewolves, werewolves. Were, werewolves only feast almost exclusively on man flesh. Huh. Yeah. Maybe the like scary part is that like wolves were like too close for comfort, like they prey on livestock, which is like the food source for yeah, most it's humans. like they're directly affecting people, and who's to say, you know, like when someone gets lost in the woods and they don't come back, a probably a wolf is going to yeah, get them. A probably good indicator would be like, yeah, something probably got them, and it was probably a wolf, or wolves rather, because uh, if it was a lone wolf, then it would be even more suspect of being like a werewolf kind of deal, mm-hmm. uh, which is really another interesting thing how. We always see werewolves as being more solitary in pop culture, whereas like wolves themselves are usually you know, have pack a pack. Bros. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm. <coughs> so, like, going back to the general shift during time, real quick. Um, okay. Like, especially when Christianity came in as the main religion for the area, um, they lumped werewolves in with the devil obviously satan yeah. obviously cuz you obviously. know evil obviously yeah. <laughs> satan you fool um <laughs> satan again satan again satan all with satan satan with his goat hooves and shiz they they actually debated for a long time whether werewolves was just an illusion created by satan hmm. or whether the man was actually changing and they fell on that it was Satan playing a trick on your mind, that it, he wasn't actually changing into a werewolf, that he, like it was just Satan projecting that image in, into your mind. I, I wonder why they came to that conclusion because yeah. it's very. So so does that mean that instead of having actual werewolves running around, you have just a naked guy running around pretending he's a werewolf, and everybody's looking at him like, "Come on, Bob, what are you doing?" <laughs> so women had witches, and then men had. Werewolves. 
there was like a steady report throughout up into like the Renaissance hey! of like werewolves and werewolf attacks and stuff like that. That's interesting. It's just like sweaty dudes running around thinking that they're werewolves because isn't that how we actually diagnose like clinical lycanthropy today? Like it's like someone thinks that they're a werewolf. Mm. They probably had the wrong shroom. <laughs> yeah, wrong shroom. <laughs> Went to the forest, discovered he was a wolf, really yeah. actually just ate a bad mushroom. Yeah. So so about the fungus part of it, has anyone heard of Ergot on Rye? Like a thing that started the Salem witch trials? Oh, yes. Ooh. I am. Is, is that like was like the leak in the water? Someone was like being like pretty much everyone was on LSD. Yeah, and it has the same components of LSD. Yeah, it's it's basically the fungus that it was eventually the LSD was eventually derived from, and it grows naturally on rye bread, which was a main staple. And so basically, when people were seeing witches and probably a lot of other monsters, they were just high as kites on <laughs> from eating bread. That's a hilarious thought that, like, a large chunk of our history is actually derived from Drugs. people just being high and then writing about it. Or, or just drunk off their butts. I mean, I, how many well, the, I mean, like, have been alcoholic yeah. throughout history? Oh, true. The water wasn't safe. Yeah. Well, yeah. I'm, but, like, I, it's kind of hard to write when you're drunk. So you think you, like, look at it and be like, oh, that guy was clearly intoxicated. But, but how many people could write anyway? That's true. true. Yeah. yeah. And if you look at, like old-timey medicine, half of it was like, just take a couple shots of whiskey and call me in the morning. Like, oh, don't co- even call me in the morning. Cocaine during <gasps> the yes. Civil War. Oh, yes. yes. Everyone was addicted to cocaine. Everyone gets cocaine. You get cocaine. You get cocaine. You, you have a cough, out of your hand. take some cocaine. Yeah. You'll feel better. Do some well, bloodletting. Probably not a lie, but... Yeah. 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 It's crazy. Yeah. Old, old-timey old times were scary, man. <laughs> it's a wonder that humans are still around, honestly. Right? Yeah. Right. Especially when we take it to the point where we get high, other people get high, and then we accuse those high people of being witches to the point that we uh, then execute them for being high. But they were it's, witches, bro. But they were witches. <laughs> Dude, I actually, I, just I actually have someone justice. related to me with the same name that was actually in the Salem Witch tar- Trials. She was actually killed. Oh, so, oh my gosh. Hey. <laughs> She's popular. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Th- thank you. Popular with the townsfolk. Great, great, <laughs> Grandma. So Thanks. In, in your research, Zach, did you find any um, ties between, like, witches having familiars and, like, werewolves being, you know, an animal that could be a witch's familiar, that kind of thing? Um, in the research that I did, it was pretty much just mainly werewolf-focused. They didn't, they didn't really tie werewolves to any other supernatural huh. element. Interesting. So not they just kind of kept werewolves like separate. No, not even vampires. They huh. just like, here's the history of the werewolf, and then here's what we think it came from, and here's all the accounts that um, people have claimed to see a werewolf and stuff like that. So hmm. they yeah. didn't really do any connection between other elements. Did Did you read any about the uh, the Irish werewolf? The Irish werewolf was that was that the man who. Oh, what was his like? Was it P? No, no. Okay. That, that's a <clears throat> that's on the other monster that we're covering. <laughs> no, okay. uh, there, there's an Irish uh, version of the werewolf oh. who, uh, yes. su- supposedly, it, it's uh, they patrol in like twelve year shifts as a male and female pair. <gasps> oh, okay. yeah, and they'll leave fish on poor people's windowsills to feed them. Yeah, so oh, yeah. so the story with that, uh, this was on a lore podcast episode. Like, that's not one of Byte's podcasts, but I highly recommend listening. <laughs> so um, when Free publicity. St. Patrick was running around Ireland spreading Catholicism, he uh, came to this clan. I forget the name of the clan, but uh, their, like, totem spirit was the wolf, and they... Uh, tried to exemplify kind of being wolves in their own uh, lives to the point that uh, when he was trying to suppose uh, Christianity, they were like, no, we have our own wolf god and we're going to like howl at you to try to get you to leave. (laughs) And so St. Patrick, like I say, yeah, St. Patrick. So he is obviously uh, sainted and we usually think of saints as being like, 
super great and nice, but he was really fed up with these people howling at him <laughs> and being like, no, go away. So he asked God to uh, curse these people and let them become the wolves that they so acted as. And huh. thus we have uh, the curse on the clan where uh, uh, each generation, a man and a woman, are turned into wolves. And they're capable of human speech, mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure. And uh, they, they just have to be wolves until the next generation picks it up. I want one. You want? What do you mean you want one? You want the curse or you want, like, one of these people? <laughs> one of the people that can talk that's a dog. That'd be awesome. He just wants a dire wolf. Okay. Uh, I was going to say, awesome. a dog is a wolf. <laughs> and I'm sorry, Daily, would you not be upset if, like, a bunch of people just kept howling at you all day? I wouldn't ask God to turn them into wolves. <laughs> that would be, that's but very she... specific, firstly. And secondly, um, if I'm a saint, I don't think that's in my jurisdiction to ask True. A, a deity to do things like that. What, was it Was it St. Patrick that yeah. drove the snakes from Ireland? Yeah, and he was Th- also no, a pirate a, for a time. So, so when a they pirate? say... He's my new favorite saint. Oh my gosh. <laughs> well, the thing is when it says uh, St. Patrick drove the snakes from Ireland... Uh, there's never been snakes in Ireland. What they were referring to is pagans. Is okay. any so he spread Christianity and thus drove the snakes, snakes. out. Okay. Air quotes. This is a podcast, so I have air to quotes. tell you that I'm doing air quotes. <laughs> I mean, there's supposedly no snakes in the UP and Michigan either, but we've seen otherwise. Yeah. Anyway. Um, <laughs> yeah. So you want to have? So any any more quick history on the werewolves? Before we move on to the uh-huh. fang faces. <laughs> All of the derogatory terms for monsters tonight. I like that. Do we have any derogatory terms turns towards werewolves? Furballs, doges. Doges. <laughs> Very wolf. Much wow. Oh my god. Flashbacks. Wow, wolves. <laughs> Sweaty dudes running around believing that they're wolves. I'm just high. I, just I high gotta say, I, I really like that mental image. Just, you know, some guy <laughs> running around going, I'm a, I'm wolf. a werewolf. I mean, and when, you, when you said like, like, oh, like when you said like a wow wolf, I thought immediately of like a gay werewolf who was like disco, <laughs> oh doing the disco with like disco ball coming down. There's like sparkles and everything. Oh I don't know amazing. why I had the image. It just kind of popped in my head. But it. It's great. I, yeah. I like it. I want that on a the... He had like one of those like net. Like shirts, get, get the anthropomorph- shirts. the anthropomorphic art society in this the AAS here on campus. Damn. I want they them to make, make me a T-shirt of that image. Yes. They can make it happen. That oh. just says Wow Wolf. Wow Wolf. Yes. Be- before we uh, transfer Rawr. to Fang Faces, I do have uh, one fun story about werewolves. So uh, one of the legends uh, going along with that they have to have like touched human skin or wolf skin. Uh, one of the myths is that uh, they have to, a woman in their family has to give them clothes again in order for them to become human. Oh, yes. So there's the story going around <laughs> online where it's like, oh, that sounds like it would be, you know, like such like a romantic gesture, like searching out your beloved. A grandmother just uh, gives turned, them the clothes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it, then it's just like uh, some uh, old grandmother hobbling out into the woods and throwing pants at a wolf and being like, <laughs> put your pants on, Jerry. I've seen that post with like the beautiful ink drawings and yeah it's like starts out being like can you imagine just a young woman going out into the woods and taming the beast versus like this old crone hobbling out and being like Jerry get over here you're naked again put your clothes on (laughs) I love that naked (laughs) I love I love origin stories so much so, but also before we move on, um, less on the transformation side of it, but on the more beastly, murdery, eaty all your cattle e side. Yes. So there is this thing once upon a time in France called the Beast of Gavaudin. Has anyone is that heard how of this? You pronounce it. Yeah. That's how I've heard it pronounced. Gavaudin. Yeah. He was like. We are learning how to pronounce all of the words today. This is a really cultured <laughs> podcast. Dropping all the knowledge bombs. Yeah. Yes. So that that was like um, one of the first recorded uh, cases of a werewolf that mm. was pretty widely known. And it was uh, children were being especially targeted. And in the end, some uh, sweaty dude... 
I don't know if he was sweaty, but some Mighty sweaty hunter. dude um, came forward and was like, yeah, no, I was uh, eating these kids, but I was a wolf while I was doing it. Oh, my God. But he, like, turned himself in and, like, what admitted was, to all this. What was his name? It is the Beast of Gavauda. Um, the man's name in question, uh, what's his name? Because I'm seeing a story about the werewolf of Dowl. But yeah, that's, that's there were probably several it's people who were like, no. hey, I was a wolf while eating all of these children, so you can't really blame me. I'm I mean, sorry. This guy was pretty much forced into it because like, he was accused of being a werewolf, but then he was tortured. And it was one of those things that they keep torturing you until you actually confess to the crime that you didn't commit. Yeah. If, if you oh, drown, yeah. you're innocent. If you live, you're guilty. Yeah. And so he just confessed so hard. Like, he admitted way more to, like, what he, he just went up and beyond because he was just oh fed my up. Gosh. And it's kind of funny what he admitted to. Yeah. But. I mean, it got to the point of, like, royal uh, involvement. Like, people were like, hey, there's been, like, so many killings. Someone uh, get in on this and, like, King, one of the King Louis, the whatever number, was like, okay, I'm going to send some people to go check this out, this werewolf out, guys. I like the official name of King Louis whatever number. It, it's it's King Louis the 15th? 15th. Sent two professional wolf hunters into the area with eight bloodhounds, which had been trained in wolf hunting. Hounds can't really do much damage like bloodhounds, though. Yeah, they which sniff is it out, though. Um... But uh, we declare by the present report signed from our hand, we never saw a big wolf that could be compared to this one, which is why we estimate this could be the fearsome beast that caused so much damage. So a lot of wolves actually suffered from uh, yeah, this incident. They were fully well, eradicated from England, weren't they? This is what happened in France. Right, right. But, but yeah, no, yeah. I mean, uh, when people get uh, crazy about something, they'll go to the point of fully eradicating something from a continent. Wolves are actually pretty kind of chill, so it's like, why, well, why werewolves? They're a niche species. I mean, they yeah, they I, can literally change the course of rivers. True, with making trees grow, so deer like where deer aren't eating them. True, fun fact. <laughs> <laughs> I in the article that I read about on werewolves, um, actually made the connection of the peak of like the wolf population was actually during the peak of um, werewolf sighting and hysteria. So I thought that was interesting. Makes hmm. sense. Very interesting. Yeah. Well, I, I think um, on the Beast of Vivauden, they eventually did, like, kill something that they were like, oh, it's a wolf. But I've seen a couple uh, investigations on it, and I think they ended up discovering that it was actually a hyena. Oh. That someone had imported. Well. Well. And it was because uh, I think the story goes that the hunter who shot it, like, shot it, like, square on, first shot killed it, and this is in the 1500s, so guns are not reliable yet. Good job to that guy. But they, they, I think they think that it was a trained animal that he had trained so basically he told it, sit down, Fluffy, and then oh. shot it after he had, like, released it into the wild and then That's... brought the carcass back and said, look, I'm a hero. That is awful. That's lame. No one shoots the hyenas like Gaston. Oh, my gosh. Oh. Just get some uh, Disney mix up in there with Lion <laughs> King and Always. Beauty and the Beast. Oh I like gosh. it. But, yeah. Wolves. Sad. Tragedy, <laughs> angst, brooding, which leads us to vampires. Hey, hey. hey. transitions. Yeah, good segue. We're so great at this. So, the, the history of vampires is maybe about the same age as werewolves. Nobody knows, right? I mean, yeah. you know, people who've turned into animals have been recorded throughout history and before in... Uh, Old religions, spiritualism, naturalism, all the isms. <laughs> but what about the undead folk? Zach, do you have any research for us on vampires? I have a little, but not nearly as much as I knew about werewolves. So you guys are going to have to pull a little bit okay. more information. <laughs> Throwing shade. Throwing all the shade. So much shade I can't see. Um, 
You could if, if you were a vampire. Oh, oh. Yeah, sorry. Good job. Good job. <laughs> she wins the quick draw. Um, yeah, so basically from what I can tell, the uh, methodology behind vampires um, is as old as werewolves, like Caitlin said. And that seems to, from what I can tell, originate somewhere like near the Middle East area. No one really knows where, but they think that's where it kind of like originated. Um, of course, we all know Count Dracula, the most famous. And so the creator of Count Dracula, actually, uh, his historically real Dracula, he um, based Count Dracula off of Vlad Tepes. Tepish. Tepish. Yeah. Okay. Sure. Yes. Also known okay. as Vlad the Impaler. Yes, Vlad the Impaler. Guess what he did? Impaler. Stab things. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> stab dead things. There. And also led a country out of debt during the Dark Ages. Yay! Yay, Yay. But also Yay impaling for stabbing of, and not debt. Also impaling a few people on the way. But who cares? He, he made people... Oh, come on. They were only peasants. True. He, he, elim- he eliminated poverty. And debt. And debt. That's he, what's by killing the peasants. By, by killing exactly. He literally eliminated yeah. all of the it poverty <laughs> by just killing everyone. The, the part that you want to focus on is that he eliminated poverty and debt. He fixed is, by is killing peasants. Wait a minute. I have some reservations about this strategy. <laughs> That's the part that you really want to focus on. <laughs> so, but the idea behind the whole vampires require blood hasn't always been the case. Um, it always, it comes back to life force. Um, so blood traditionally has been seen as like your life's blood or your, your life's force. So that's what we kind of translate it to today is that a vampire requires your blood to live. Mm. Well, mm-hmm. traditionally it, vampires haven't needed the blood per se, but your life force in the case of, um, the vampires that are represented in Asia, they aren't physical beings they're supernatural beings that come and then feed off your life force mm-hmm. and i forget what they're called there's another name that i can't pronounce jiangshi yes that's that sounds correct they they hop at people angrily they hop they hop they stand with their arms out like zombie and they hop so they're like the <laughs> rabbit from the holy grail Oh my God. yes <laughs> except they go slowly in one direction that's why we huh. should be terrified of them run away and rabbits <laughs> Terrified of them and rabbits. Oh my god! You know, in, in Japanese, it's uh, Kyuketsuki. Yes, Yum. He's a vampire. I I know that for one reason, and it's my favorite pop culture vampire. Is it Shiki? No. Oh, it's not Shiki. <laughs> Kyuketsuki Hanta D. Okay, <laughs> Vampire Hunter D. Oh yeah. For those that don't <laughs> speak the Nihongo. <laughs> Let's get an anime A team up in here. No. <laughs> Oh. Suddenly, podcast change. Oops. <laughs> Slipped. So, okay, so you said uh, originated in the Middle East, right? Uh, some theorize, yeah. Some theorize. So, were they what we think of as, like, maybe not vampires today, but, like, maybe vampires of 1922, like, Nosferatu, creepy, rat-like well, the, things? They're or? more like... Back then, they were more demonic. Um, they weren't. They were never human. Um, they were either raised from the depths of hell by someone, or they were released somehow through an unholy deed. Um, sometimes they were just purely supernatural. They were not physical at all. So essentially, think of like dark souls coming in, stealing your life force, and leaving. Or sometimes they were very animalistic. And like physical, in, in the cases that it was physical, so. Interesting. It makes me wonder where the switch in the lore happened, from it being like a completely otherworldly, otherworldly being to being uh, people that you might have known that had died recently. Yeah. Um, under <clears throat> mysterious circumstances. Again, it usually comes down to these things are traditionally evil. And they require something from living humans to survive. So, in this case, it's life force or blood, and also 
you know, it's they have to take it from humans, so they're viewed as evil. Yeah, because I need both those things, personally. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not me, I just need coffee. Oops. I get you. I need sleep. <laughs> no blood. I'm yeah. fine. Just a cup of joe. Whatever gets me will be a very cough, caffeinated vampire. Caffeinated. Caffeinated. Caffeinator. Caffeinator. He's going to be flapping all over the place. <laughs> Flappy pyre. Flappy pyre. Yeah. That's wonderful. When he crashes, he literally will crash. He's yeah. just sitting that tired. Just, it'll be great. Oh, man. Uh, he'll be up there. He'll, they'll think he can touch the moon, and then he'll just come out so of it. So we have it. currently Wow Wolf. And Flappy Vi- Flappy Pyre? Flappy Pyre. Virus. Flappy Pyre. Flappy Virus who? That's cool. the title of this episode. Oh my. <laughs> wow, Flappy Pyre. I like it. Cool. <laughs> so, okay. Good t-shirts. So, so originally there are like these demonic spirits, right? That mm-hmm. are coming in and stealing people's life force, however. Delicious. D- yes. Tasty, scrumptious. Yeah. Yep. Fang looking good. Oh my gosh. A plus. Someone stop me. No. <laughs> Continue. So then, okay, in, in the 1800s, there was this big push with the Victorian era to make vampires super gothic, right? Yes. I believe so. Very broody. Too gothic for you. Yeah. The very oh saddest. God. Yes. My immortal. Yes. <sighs> Yes. I so refuse to. All the leather pants. Refuse Don't it. Do it. Refuse it. Don't do it. Do it. No. <laughs> no. Well, why do you guys think it went from, like, horrible, monstrous, you know, demon spirit things to, I don't know, things like Bram Stoker's Dracula and Varney the Vampire and things that were more human in nature? Even to the things like Twilight. Um, the vampires in Twilight. I we're all huge fans. I know. Um, <laughs> it, it, <laughs> wave the banners. You can't see, but I am actually cringing every time um, he says Twilight. Are also very like they're not as saddest as the traditional vampires, but they still are very sad. And also, like werewolves, no longer hungry necessarily for human flesh. And I. I guess that's more of like a view of they're now trying to tame the animal, I guess, animalistic mm-hmm. side. Um, it's moving away from, oh, they're pure evil. This is like, oh, no, they just have a bad side that we're, that either one person is trying to control or that person themselves is trying to get a handle on. Almost like an addiction or something like that. An addiction to eating people. Yeah. It's. I didn't say it was a very good addiction. No. Is is any My addiction, addiction. Really good addiction? My strange addiction. Blood. Mm. Life force. Blood. There are actual people who think they are vampires. That though. is true. I I remember watching those documentaries, but uh, it's very. Uh, I just feel like no. It's not even cringeworthy. It's just like, okay then. I'll stay away from you. Yeah. yeah. Huh. Hope yeah. I don't get a paper cut around you. Yeah. Actually, the very first vampire that was written about in like Gothic times was actually called Carmilla, and it was a female lesbian vampire. And it was back in um, 1871 or 1872, and actually predates Dracula that was made in 1897. So... Okay. We had lesbian vampires before we had Dracula. This this seems to be a common theme in like vampire lore. Yeah. And also pop culture now because pop culture, you know. Why lesbian vampires? You don't see lesbian werewolves. Why not? Yeah. I know. We need more. <laughs> Bring them to us everyone. I mean, can we have lesbian vampires and gay werewolves though? Yes. We can have everything, yeah. everything. Yes. but like That's all I want in life. <laughs> but, like, why specifically the fixation on lesbian vampires throughout Because lesbians stuff? are lesbians are naughty, and so are vampires. Obviously. Hmm. Yeah. That's, Les, lesbians should be born at the stake, and so should vampires. That's, that's basically just... There's the logic... Is the logic vampires the bad, lesbians are bad. Yeah, the logic. Uh, I, I assume, okay, so when was that written? 1871. 1871. I, I can assume a couple things. One, the view of vamp- vampires is still that they're evil. 
Oh. Two, that um, it was probably written by a man, most likely, because most lesbian mes- lesbian vampire. <laughs> also, if this man was religious, yep, there he is. <laughs> also, if this man was religious, um, gays were considered evil. He was and Irish, that was, actually. So and that was Catholic. <laughs> <laughs> and so. Pretty much everything about that character is evil from his viewpoint. Is that well, it's it's a woman who doesn't like men. She not like that's a part of her being gay as evil, is that one part is that she doesn't like men, the other part is that she likes women. Because yeah. there's two part there's two parts viewed as evil from that. Yeah. It's like vampires have always been kind of an exploration in the other like capital O other like things that we don't understand. So I definitely think it makes sense to uh, lump that in with like, um, especially in when was it 16? 1871. Uh, 18, uh, 71. Uh, no one really at large would understand homosexuality. So to just make that another layer onto uh, an undead being who understands what it is like after death, which we inherently do not understand even to this day, um, it makes sense to put that all together and it to become an intriguing thing. Also, fun fact... There is a modern web series called, called Carmilla. Carmilla and it's Canadian. It's Canadian, and it's about a lesbian vampire, and it is produced by Kotex. Oh, do you see my the irony? God. Vampire tea bags. <laughs> yes. I I don't, but that's okay. Don't feel the need to. Okay. I I don't uh, know. I'll but... tell you later. Okay. All right. I know. That works. Actually, in... I'll, pro- I'll, I'll probably laugh on the way home. That's true. In the book. It is. It actually shows the very first occult doctor in literature ever, too. Ooh. As in, Random like, fact. professor who goes and kills the occult, or? Or an occult doctor that tries to cure it. Because there are, like, various spells and rituals for curing someone who is a werewolf or curing vampires. Yeah, which is somehow they, not witchcraft when an old white dude is doing that. I've yeah, they often, like, sh- they are often, like, per- portrayed as being, like, psychic or, like, knowing paranormal things like the doctor in uh, Teen Wolf the veterinarian if you ever if you watch Teen Wolf Wolf, I just know there are a bunch of yeah thank you daily thank you daily for backing me up here I got you thank you yeah he kind of does the bonus of being able to patch up both people and animals because he's a vet and also having wide knowledge about like okay this is what you're dealing with yeah. Um you're going your body is going to go through some changes. You're going to grow hair <laughs> in strange places. <laughs> kind of you're like going to be sweaty. <laughs> it's like super puberty. Yeah. It's kind of also Gross. or Giles from Buffy the Vampire Slayer if you're a Buffy the Vampire Slayer fan. Love me so some Giles. there we go. Kind of no the old man who just knows all of this information and like why it's like it was meant to be. Yay. <laughs> yeah. So, okay, what are some of the cures that people have found for, like, being a super spoop? (laughs) Other Um, than, you know, death. The only thing I've read about it is that it's it's a very long and complicated process. Usually it requires um, long sayings in an old, if not dead, language. And that's typically very... All, the, really all it's said about is that it's really difficult and that you're probably crazy for trying it. Mm. If you have a werewolf right there and you're trying to cure it by saying these long things, you're you're probably nuts. That's pretty much all it said. I, I don't know like what's required specifically, but said that some holy men tried to do it. As so. for uh, curing vampirism, I know what was popular in the 1600s, especially in like uh, Hungary, where they're uh, ironically hungry, get it? blood hungry. Uh, okay, uh, I tried. Um, in Hungary, where there was a lot of uh, vampirism outbreaks, essentially there would be a mysterious disease and people would be like, I swear I saw, you know, uh, Chekhov who died uh, a couple days ago and he came to me at night and gave me this sickness and now I don't know what to do. And then they dig up Chekhov and uh, not understanding how the human body decays, they'd be like, obviously he has been walking around because his nails are longer and there's dirt, even though we just dug him out of the dirt. 
like that kind of thing. Um, so what they would do is they would stake him, which is uh, I don't think that's where it began, but uh, it's part of it. Definitely sounds delicious. The heart. Uh, oh, staking yeah, the heart. Oh, okay. no, <laughs> staking the heart. Um, but the next part is delicious. Then they would take the heart and the liver and boil it down into a mixture, which they would then give to the vampire's victims in order to cure the vampirism. And really? sometimes oh. they just died instead and then became vampires themselves. And then the process would start all over again. I mean, you're eating de- decaying yeah so yeah you probably did die from that yeah. especially then yeah i mean oh. there was like massive outbreaks to the point of like government officials having to step in and being like okay we're here to deal with the vampire problem like the same with what happened with the werewolves in france just stop eating the dead people probably stop eating dead people <laughs> so that that's a similar thing to uh the story of arnold powell 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 p-a-o-l-e Powell? Probably. Uh, he was uh, Hungarian or Czechoslovakian or from Some, somewhere, somewhere in the in Baltic there. region. Uh, he died by getting run over with a cart. And then a couple days later, he was like back up and walking around, apparently. So he was apparently a vampire. But accounts are kind of conflicted. Some say that he wasn't actually killed by getting run over by the cart. And he was just kind of in a coma for a while, but they buried him anyway. And oh. I mean, that's why, like, the bells be being attached to your well, pinky finger it, was a thing. Yeah, it, it was before the, the bells, yeah. though. It was like but that, those hit those hit and run carts, pretty brutal. You gotta watch out when you're a peasant. <laughs> Look both ways, even back then. Didn't they used to, like, have, like, bells that would, like, oh, be, like, oh, like, in there would be, like, a string in the grave just in case, yeah. like, yeah, someone that was... ended up accidentally being buried and they were, like, what the heck? And then he could just ring the bell and then someone yeah. would come. I think that started in like Edwardian or Victorian times though. Ooh. So it was like definitely 1800s. They were probably like, okay, we're sick and tired of trying to bury, like get people up. If they ring the bell, then we'll go go and fix them. I mean, Before yeah, that, we're just going to leave them. There's been like, up until that point, there was like a, a like wide amount of accounts of like people unburying a corpse and, like, the coffin has been, like, all torn up inside because the person tried to get out. And so that's why they started doing that. Yeah. So Yeah. Isn't that where the original Bloody Mary comes from is because uh, they didn't install the bell system. And then uh, they went and they looked for some reason and, like, her coffin was all torn up because she'd been trying to claw her way out. Yeah. And then they were, like, haunted by her because you didn't get me out. I wasn't dead yet. Uh- Okay, I can understand, you know, if somebody's, like, laying there, they might look dead, but haven't they, like, checked for a pulse? Oh, they didn't know about... breathing. They didn't really know about pulse. They didn't didn't know about breathing. I mean, when someone's unconscious to the point where they're, like, their body's trying to do minimal function, you're not breathing a whole lot anyway. Yeah, it's just kind of weird that they were like, okay... They're obviously dead. Yeah. Instead of like checking. I mean that that did happen. Yeah. I was just like, oh that of person <laughs> that person couldn't be taking a nap on the side of the road. He's dead. Let's go bury him. Do yeah. him a favor. Yeah. Totally. Here come on, Jim. Come on. We got a nice hole over here for you. Meanwhile, across the robe, Bob put your clothes back on. You're not a werewolf. <laughs> <laughs> put down the shrooms. <laughs> So, going along with uh, cures for lycanthropy, have you guys found, or like vampirism and stuff, have you guys found any, like, surefire ways to become these creatures, other than, you know, the standard getting bitten by whatever spoop will now afflict you? Besides being turned by God? No. (laughs) No, oh. they they didn't mention mention that at all. I guess they don't. Really? I guess they didn't want you trying to become one of those things. That that's really interesting because in my crawling around the internet looking for info on vampires, I found so many spells that were supposed to turn you into a vampire, and none of them turned me into vampires. Aww. I was kind of disappointed, honestly. I was Aww. looking for something that, like, really fun to bring to you. Is guys. that why you're wearing nice clothes? Because you had to change from like your dusty ones from crawling around the internet. 
Yeah. Hey. It took me a little while to get there, but I figured it was worth it. Hey. The internet's a dirty place, man. Yeah. Be careful going there. Yeah. Someone needs to sweep it now and then. Good, good advice. Yeah. Get some uh, Clorox up in there. Yeah. Just, just bleach the whole thing. Someone light a candle. Ugh. I mean. I mean, I know there's one other werewolf theory is that if you drink the like water from a werewolf paw print on a not a full moon but a certain kind of moon then you will become a werewolf yourself that is pretty specific yeah i know it's It's been kind of gross yeah it's pretty gross i know it's uh it's kind of like one of those more ancient uh ones that's wrapped up in more like uh Romani uh, mythos, but uh, it was utilized in uh, what's it called? Uh, Hemlock Grove, which uh, is a much better version of Twilight in that it deals with both uh, werewolves and vampires in a really interesting way. Can you imagine being that person wanting to become like a werewolf and just like that certain night every like moon cycle, you just go out and you start drinking water from all these different like one of them's gotta work one of them's gotta work one day hopefully i will become hopefully after the stomach ulcers i'll become werewolf maybe maybe he might actually drink some lsd or whatever and then end up hey who knows think said he's a vampire and then it's like yes i'm so proud of myself i made it suddenly you're a were chihuahua oops (laughs) Oops. wrong poppin Pawpint. Uh, Pawpint. Not Pawpint. <laughs> I, I drink a Pawpint, guys. Well, a, a couple of the things I found were, um, like, if a woman died while she was pregnant, she was going to be a vampire. If you were someone who wasn't buried on hallowed ground for whatever reasons, like... Suicide yeah, was a common one. Or like, if, like, like, a thief or... They didn't, like, lock your uh, coffin sometimes they would. yeah. It was like there were weird ridiculous things. things. People buried at crossroads were always going to be a combination of were creatures, vampires, witches, or Demons, evil spirits. Probably. They were everything. Yeah. Apparently it was really easy to become a vampire. You just had to like die. Yeah. And then they were like, Yep, you're a vampire, all right. Let's get to the head chopping and the garlic <laughs> stuffing and Staking and throwing into rivers, and maybe that's why they had the garlic to make them taste better for the staking. There's, let that pun die. Died with the vampire. Uh, <laughs> oh my gosh! So is it undead? I, I still wonder is. about with vampires. There's the whole like myth that like they can't see themselves in a mirror. In mirrors. Yeah. I wonder why that is. Does anyone know why? Daily? <laughs> I do. Get it. Um, mirrors, uh, typically when they were uh, made in the olden days, I'm not sure about the process now, but they were made with silver, okay. uh, which was also a um, weakness to vampires and werewolves alike, as well as photographs were processed with, like, I think it was like, I'm going to get this wrong, someone in chemistry is going to yell at me, like a silver phosphate. Okay. Um, used to develop the photos, so the silver made it null and void for vampires to appear. Huh. Interesting. So Thank you for giving me that little bit of information, Daily. It was a cryptid bit. Uh, I'll applaud that. Yeah. Why would you? Why would you use my own pun against me? I can't believe you. This is how I roll. <laughs> She's over nine thousand. <laughs> She's too powerful. I wonder why, like, silver is a thing that these creatures are weak to. Like, why why silver? I think it was usually because, like, crosses were made out of silver. And, yeah, like, it was like a purifying agent, right? Yes. So you just get, like, a coin that's silver and just start flinging at things. Yeah, basically. <laughs> and if it flinches, you're, you're obviously evil. Well, another weakness was uh, dumping a bunch of, like, small objects on the ground. Like near a vampire, <laughs> like like a, a bunch of grains of rice or like flax seed or that something. Would, that because would they'd have to me. count it. That would work with me. So like, th- you know, count count I, from Sesame Street. That's what? an actual vampire. Yeah. Sorry, Supernatural did that, but with the fairies. <laughs> but it, so now I'm like, yeah, what? It, it's it's originally oh. a vampire thing. I never knew that. That's kind of would hilarious. have to sit there and count it, and the idea was it would either keep them there long enough that they couldn't go out and do their nightly spooping, 
or it would keep them there until the sun rose. (laughs) Spoop as a word is very important to me. (laughs) Or long enough to distract them so you can just murder them right on the spot. Yeah, because if you see somebody sitting there like furiously counting tiny objects, like what they're they're pretty vulnerable to just stab in the heart yeah, or whatever. like who does that anyway like it's, it's kind of a nice indicator of yep that guy's a vampire let's go get the holy water unless they're just OCD. you got time yeah i yeah that must have sucked for anyone <laughs> yeah literally like, sucked yeah but um, <laughs> can What's we stop with the puns today no, no oh, there are so many wow uh. Well, now that we've segued into pop culture with Count Count. Uh, uh, uh. That was a great segue. What's the game? One bad pun. Uh, uh, uh. There we go. There we go. We are here. Okay. I have tears running down my face right now. Just keep on. Just but, keep on. But they got to be angsty tears now. <laughs> angsty brooding man pain tears because we're going to talk about the modern monsters and how they're portrayed as angsty brooding man pain men oh yay <laughs> why yay so we obviously talk because about- i have this monster inside of me that i can't control and you can't understand it what i'm confused that was deep man i'm so that confused was deep. right <laughs> no one will under ever understand me no let me fix you no you can't so we just described the entire plot of Twilight. That's all Boom. you need to know. So we, we've talked about Twilight long enough and how they, they're they sparkly vampires. And actually, and how we love I, them all. I actually read something about the werewolves in Twilight, how they're actually skinwalkers because they can just tr- change into werewolves whenever they want. It's not like they're forced to do it every full moon like other modern vampires like, I don't know, Remus Lupin from Harry Potter. But the the original werewolves that we talked about weren't bound to a lunar cycle, were they? No, not that much. So, but they were bound two. to touching yes. skin things, fillet skin. So what so. we're saying is Jacob needed to skin Bella. Not, oh my! Oh my god! <laughs> not do whatever happened in the books. Well, go after her daughter. Yeah, that. Oh yeah, that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Cradle robbing. I know, like, Native American mythos when it comes to, like, uh, transforming into animals is a lot different from what we find in, like, European mythos, which is very heavily influenced by uh, the church. Um, So when it comes to, like... The Twilight version of uh, werewolves, it is based on, like, a true uh, folktale in... uh, Oh, I forget what tribe they were, um, but in that particular tribe mm-hmm. where it is very much more skinwalker, it's like during a certain time they uh, transform in order to uh, help their people survive. Yes. Okay. Okay. Interesting. Hmm. Very interesting, Daily. Thank you for that little cryptid bit. Hey! Yeah. It returns oh. from the grave. I hate it so much. Okay. You've mentioned Vampire Hunter D. Do you want to mention more of that, Kaylin? I love Vampire Hunter D so much. I have actually never heard of it until I read it oh, in your little outline. Go, you should. I'm so sorry. I have so the first three sorry. novels, and I'll loan oh, them to you. There are like 26 novels now oh and two movies. Oh, my gosh. So they're Japanese? Yeah. Um, basically, it's like this post-apocalyptic thing that has a whole bunch of monsters in it because technology yay and the technology of like 10 or 12,090 AD because oh. that's how far in the future it is it's wow. ridiculous but um one of the common tropes at least in the first couple books is that there will be like a vampire master somewhere and they have servants and those servants usually one of them is like a werewolf or some other kind of weird creature and I'm not sure if, like, it, it kind of fits in the whole dichotomy of, like, vampire versus werewolf. Okay. Like, but I don't know. Does anybody have any thoughts on, like, why is the vampire in charge and seen as, like, more cultured and the werewolf is, like... A monster? Igor, yeah. Yeah. I mean, they're both kind of monsters, but, like, yeah, that's a weird thing. They're, like, 
The werewolves are usually seen in like dirty, grungy things. Well, because they are part animal. True, and then vampires Where are like vampires drinking, are supposed like, to be they, like pure human. They seem like they'd be like drinking like a nice red wine, like wearing a Very nice red, yeah, yeah so red. blood wine. <laughs> ah, my lo- wine it's clotting. <laughs> oh, no. oh, gross! One um, of the many things I have, like the many beefs I have with the the whole drinking blood out of a wine glass thing, it's like that would clot so fast. <laughs> That's not what it looks like. It's like, oh. do tell us about your real life experiences with blood <laughs> and <laughs> glasses, Kaylin. Well, I mean, <laughs> confession time. My family eats a lot of organ meat. We're oh. we're Eastern European, oh. so oh. yeah. Okay, but we like around you know holidays. It's like okay, you get a big dead animal to cook, and. The I'm actually meat usually comes with a lot of blood, so drain the blood. I'm actually really allergic to lamb, and my family usually makes a lot of lamb. So I'm like, what am I supposed to eat? And they're like, well, we have some veggies for you. Ooh. And I'm like, but what? And so I just have to eat a bunch of fruit and veggies. But and meat. they're like, yes. you're. They're like, oh, but you're just you're just such a picky like vegetarian or pescatarian. And I'm like. No, I literally cannot eat it or else my entire face just, like, feels very itchy. <laughs> yeah, I'm the same way with celery, and I'm so sorry. Oh. Like, they can't even get you a ham or something? No. No, because then it, cause I'm the only person who doesn't like lamb. Get, and it's like, guys, They should please. get you a personal ham. I know. A personal ham. But I'm pescatarian. They should get so. you a personal salmon. Same. Oh, Hi. thank you, We're Daily. We're both pesky together. Yay. Well, as my mom likes to call it, Presbyterian. <laughs> so what is a pescatarian? I don't even know. Uh, only like, white meat. Oh, I I say only seafood. Oh, yeah. Well, but, there was like pescatarian, which, no. Sorry. I, part vegetarian is only white meat and then pescatarian is fish. So, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's like uh, cheating vegetarians. Yeah. Cheating I vegetarians. feel like I can't give up like... Fish. Shrimp and yeah, stuff. Yeah, it's too good. <laughs> Sorry Basically. to be talking about our eating habits, Kaylin, no, I, but we are talking about vampires and their eating habits and werewolves and their eating habits. So we're doing very well, aren't we? Eating habits are important, though. I mean, true. literally half of these monsters is they eat people. True. Like, that, that's kind of all they do, except for being angsty nowadays. Can I just ask one question about vampires? How do they exactly suck the blood? Because usually they just show them, like, puncturing the neck, and then that's it. And then they're just sucking. It's like, are there little straws in their teeth? Because it never, like, shows the movement of them, like, unlatching and then just moving back and sucking. I don't know. You I've, know? I've always thought about that, too, because <laughs> teeth don't have straws. Yeah. yeah. Your uh, teeth don't have straws. Oh. oh. Yeah, and, like, the whole double teeth thing. Like, where they have, like, fangs slide yeah. over their teeth? What's that about? I don't... Yeah. Or, like, Supernatural for has... They yeah. have, like, all the teeth. Like, they turn into, like, a shark mouth. Yeah. Rawr, rawr. I, I like that a lot better than just, like, the two fangs. I think yeah. that works yeah. better. It makes more or, sense. Or Nosferatu, yeah. where it's, like, the two front teeth are fangs. Yeah. That's which really is, creepy. like... Which, I mean, that's kind of like a little an bit angry easier beaver. to, like... I mean... What's the best way for a vampire to suck blood except for, like, moving their mouth and then, like, unlatching? Yeah. I guess you know? the theory, if they're going right for, like, the jugular, then it's going to flow anyway. Mm, true. Mm-hmm. But it's like... I mean, for the first couple bumps. Yeah. yeah. It's and then how it's they like, die. Yeah. And then it's like, <laughs> what? Then it's like, oh, man, I'm going to have to actually do some work here. Yeah. yeah it's like, oh, man. Get the straw. <laughs> they just like you have, have a, a bendy little... straw. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or like a silly straw. Oh yes. my gosh. It's like Fun a really, vampires, really like just crazy looking straw that just like has like a flower design. <laughs> please. In shape please. of a rose. And, and then he makes it red. If right. any artists are paying attention to our podcast, can you please just draw all of the things we are talking about? Because that would be absolutely fantastic. Make it happen. Please send them to Daily. She would gladly accept them. Send them my way. I will post them with this podcast. <laughs> so, uh, I've said I really enjoy Vampire Hunter D. Mm-hmm. The first movie, which is very accurate to the book, but f- very badly made. Okay. With, like, millions of repeating frames. And the second <laughs> movie, which is not like the book at all, but it's happier because in the book everyone dies. 
Oh. <laughs> yeah, it's hopeless. It's really sad, but that's the point. Does, oh. does anybody else have like some favorite vampire slash werewolf themed media that they'd so like sorry. to talk about? One of my favorite books is actually called Blood and Chocolate, and it's about a Oh my gosh, Daily, no way. Yes, way. <laughs> I love that book so much. Not the movie. I love no, the book. I know. I love the movie. It's terrible. It's so bad. The book, it focuses on a female werewolf for I there was the first time I had ever seen a female werewolf and she like falls in love with a human and then like she like I know in like this one like werewolves cannot be around chocolate so chocolate is actually bad for them but they like blood so it's like or am I just thinking about this completely wrong because like chocolate is like toxic to like dogs so it's uh, it's toxic to werewolves as well no that was the thing she was like it was really cool because a it was a female werewolf and b it was like a pack thing. Yeah. So there was, like, many, many werewolves, and everyone was aware that each other was werewolves, and they had, like, different, like, uh, the hierarchy of, like, omegas and alphas, and um, at one point, like, the big thing is that she... uh, Had to marry within the pack. Yeah, and she accidentally... um, Not accidentally. She fights someone who's trying to become... Uh, the alpha's mate because she was like mad at her she was like did something really mean and in doing that she basically said that uh asserted her dominance as becoming the alpha's mate but she's like it was kind of weird because she's like this 18 year old girl and the guy in question is like much older Uh, yeah so that was that was a little skeevy but she was also torn between like uh this high school guy that she had a crush on but uh who also liked her lot because he was really into like the gothic stuff and she was like yeah and she was like oh my gosh you're using all of this wrong and it was really funny to see her like draw a pentagram on like the guy's hand and like be like that that means a werewolf has marked their prey and then he's like has it like all decked out around him and she's like you have no idea what you're doing really good book (laughs) it was so good highly recommend it it does have a little odd teen romance. I'm sorry, but it's I'm I'm a huge fan of it. Uh, not more teen romance. It's not like Twilight. How dare? Not nothing like Twilight. <laughs> it's like ten billion <laughs> times better than Twilight. So what about you, Zach? Do you have any media that you enjoy with spoops in it? Um well I've been recently binging Supernatural. Oh god. Um, so I've I've I think I'm on season like eight or nine. You're, you're like past that. the good parts. I, I am way past the good parts. It should have stopped at five. Um, <laughs> but most recently, uh, besides that, um, it doesn't really specifically have to do with werewolves, but The Wolf Among Us, I've been playing that, um, which features a werewolf, or I guess specifically a wolf, and but it's more about fables than anything. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would half count that. But that's as far as that goes. All right. So we've learned the lore, guys. We've talked about all kinds of history, all kinds of wonderful pop culture that hopefully we're going to be able to hit more on in the individual respective future podcasts of Vampires and Werewolves at some point in time. So these critters... Could they exist in reality, or are they just fairy tale kind of things? What do you guys think? I want them to exist so badly. I I don't know why. I just, I mean, I'm kind of terrified at the fact that, like, somebody could want to just suck my blood or just consume me or, like, skin me just to turn back into a human, you you know? No skinning allowed. That kind of thing. It's just, like... I'm kind of terrified of the fact that they could be exist, but there's a good chance they don't actually exist, except those people who think they are werewolves or think they are vampires, you know, but yeah. not actually transform into vampires or werewolves. What about you, Daly? Like, I'm kind of like, my 14-year-old self really wanted to believe and was like, I'm going to become a werewolf or a vampire one day. I'm in the midst of my twilight phase. But um, now it's kind of like more interesting to take it from the point of people who like clinically believe themselves to be uh, like like clinical lycanthropy, like people who actually believe that they're 
uh, werewolves. And, you know, like, I can understand where they're coming from with that. It'd be cool to, like, imagine yourself as having this other part of you that can just let loose and become a wolf and do whatever you want. Um, but... Wolf out and so hulk yeah. out. Yeah. <laughs> when you said let loose, I'm, I'm mutely picturing this guy turning turning into a werewolf and then going and peeing on that fire hydrant. Literally, yeah. Like, that's, just that's letting the, loose on the street, the, it's fine. That's the most rebellious thing that you'll do as a werewolf. But, uh... I don't. I, it's a cool in concept. Uh, in reality, uh, I would not want uh, vampires or werewolves to exist because that's just another thing that someone uh, could abuse that power. And there's already creeps out there. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 I. I don't know. I wouldn't particularly mind if they were like nice monsters, like Twilight level. Nah. The creepiness factor of like. I just met you and I love you. Like, that's, not so hot on it, but... That's just wrong in general. I don't know. I liked Carlisle and Jasper. They True. were fine. All the other characters were really great, yeah. except the main characters Angst, were just like... McSadface. Can you not? Ophelia. <laughs> yeah. But, it, I don't know. It, I think it'd be really cool to talk to somebody who'd lived through different eras. Mm-hmm. It's like, what were the Dark Ages really like? And they'd be like, they were awful and everyone stank. Yeah. yeah. Like, that person was actually really gay. Yeah. So stop. Like, that would be really interesting to talk to them. But about the eating people thing, I don't no. like it. Like, if they were kind of more Anne Rice and vampires that could be reasoned with. Vegetarian like, vampires. Because coconut can actually be used as a blood p- transfusion. Yeah, I've heard that. Oh. Yeah. So, vampires that are just drinking coconut water because they're too good to drink <laughs> human <vampires>. water. <laughs> <laughs> The Alolan form vegan of vampires. vampires. Oh my gosh, Alolan <laughs> vampires! Please, that's wonderful. But I don't know if if they were monsters that could be reasoned with. To like, please don't yes. eat me. I'm nice. Then I could deal with them. Otherwise, mm-hmm. nah. Do yeah. I think they could actually exist? Nah, not really. <laughs> Skeptic. Yeah, no. no. Um, <laughs> Living up to the name. I think, I think they because of they were so like universal both of them that each culture had a version of vampire they a, a version could have existed at one point but i don't think that's the case for centuries now but like just because it's so interesting to me that like all these separate cultures have these stories that are that line up and actually feel like they could could come from somewhere so uh, possibly they could have, but not anymore. The great extinct vampire. The great e- werewolf and Americanus. <laughs> and may, they might not have uh, existed in the way that we think of them today. But hmm. interesting. So, well, thanks everyone for sitting here for an hour and talking about vampires and werewolves. It was a howling good time. A You're a pain in my neck. Ah. <laughs> when will these puns? Stop. Who knows? Know, but they're fangtastic. Oh my god. Wow. I feel like I'm stuck in Undertale right now. <laughs> I love it. God. Well, it looks like that's it for Cryptid Bits this week, folks. Stay tuned for next week when we're going to be taking a look at some footage of real live vampires and werewolves. Possibly. Or not, because, you know, maybe they're not alive. Yeah. So, it, you know, it depends on what the videos look like. But, guys, as always, stay safe and stay spooky.